showing your butt. It's not appropriate. No, this is not about the Kardashians or CrossFit. This is about real life, and it's going to sting. Why? Because after reading quite a bit over the past few days, I'm convinced that unless I write a tome of the size of War and Peace, I'm going to leave something out. And someone somewhere is going to be triggered. I just know it. So bear with me for the next 800 words or so. This isn't exhaustive. Feel free to chime in after. Part of the answer to this massive dilemma is collective unity across the board. The headlines were amazingly eye-catching. Protesters carry torches on Virginia campus. I clicked the bait. Squinting at the ridiculousness of it all, I laughed. I was expecting to see Frankenstein meets the Wolfman torches and a few pitchforks. But tiki torches? Are they serious? Are they headed to a backyard barbecue, I thought? Horseshoes, anyone? And although I laughed, my smile quickly faded. They looked ludicrous, and they were dead serious. Let me be crystal clear. There was absolutely nothing humorous about what took place in Charlottesville, Virginia. Racism is wrong. White supremacy is wrong. It's wrong, ungodly, evil, and atrocious. And when we speak of racism, Nazism, or anything else lessening the worth of a human being, we have to stay on point. What I mean is this. A lot of the articles compared tiki-toting white evil in Charlottesville to the Black Lives Matter group shooting cops and burning businesses. They seem to express that one justified the other. You can't compare, and I'll tell you why. Just hold your socks for a moment longer. There can be no buts in addressing racism. One group's actions do not condone another's. But they're racist. But look what they did. But, but, but. It is never justified. Each incident must be critiqued independently. Comparison breeds numbness and indifference with the lesser offense, even though heinous looking acceptable in light of the more abhorrent. So, the parade of patio flames was nefarious and every other adjective applicable in describing the walking evil. Racism is wrong. And the demolition of public property, the pulling down of statues is wrong, brainless, and ineffectual. The former doesn't justify the latter, nor does the greater evil absolve the lesser. No buts about it. In kindergarten, we were supposed to have learned that two wrongs don't make a right. How far we have fallen from warm cookies and milk are good for you. Some of the most prominent political pundits fell into the trap. They showed us their butts, and it wasn't appropriate. Lastly, what I find particularly reprehensible, even more so than the slowness of leaders and the president to renounce the Charlottesville tiki-toters, is this. Many marching, destroying, and hating identify as Christians. So what you're telling me is this. You claim to follow a man who was, one, born in the Middle East, two, was Jewish, three, was dark-skinned, four, was a stranger in this world, five, spoke a different language than English, unless you believe Hollywood, six, sacrificed himself so that others could be free, seven, allowed himself to be slapped on one cheek, insulted, and then offered the perpetrator the other, eight, kept his mouth shut when he was insulted, and yet you hate someone of another color, creed, or religion? You're so easily offended. You declare, down with hate, while wishing the opposition dead or burned alive? Wow, we need Jesus more than ever. Some Christians need to get saved. Every single person will one day give an account for their actions. No one gets absolved by being compared to Adolf Hitler, Chairman Mao Zedong, or Pol Pot. You are judged in light of perfection, a holy God, not in light of evil. So in the meantime, the only thing for evil to persist is for good people to do nothing. So... If you're wrestling with what to do before you meet the big guy, here are some excellent suggestions. Speak up. 
If you haven't already, find a voice against racism, bigotry, and injustice. It doesn't have to be a big voice. It just has to be a voice. Listen up. Start being intentional about listening to others who are different than you. And then keep listening. Ignorance is not bliss. It's unloving. And here's a hint. It doesn't mean you have to agree. Seek and destroy. Not others, but rather the bits and pieces of racism, bigotry, hatred, and injustice existing in your own heart. And if you don't think you have any, you haven't searched hard enough. Get leveled. Start looking at life through the correct lens. It may be right for you, but is it right? Apparently, some believe racism is right. The only way to know truth is to seek truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. Forget opinions and feelings. Go for truth. Then you will have a proper gauge for right and wrong. Keep your butts to yourself. Judge and act on each situation independently. When you start comparing, you give evil a foothold, and that's all it needs to root, grow, and fruit in the most subtle of ways. Here are two passages of scripture that I'll leave you with for today. When they kept on questioning Jesus, he straightened up and said to them, If any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. John 8, 7. And if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. 1 John 1, 8. Racism is wrong. No buts about it.